Listener Production. On today's episode of Footy Talk, Nathan Broad joins us in studio to chat about his big live golf excursion. He gives us an insight into the great mastermind coach that is Damien Hardwick, and he also gives us a hot tip for the Warnable races today. That's all coming up on Footy Talk. G'day guys and welcome back to Footy Talk, your daily dose of footy with all the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. Abby Holmes here for your hump day and today in studio we've got triple premiership winning Tigers defender Nathan Broad with us. Broady, always great to see you. Good to see you, Abs. Thank you. Now, before we get stuck into everything footy... Live Golf, you've walked in here with your little merchandise hat on. You went over there to South Australia to check it all out. Talk to us about it. Was it amazing as it looked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strutting the hat. I haven't taken it off since. Um, Yeah, it was like I'm a full nuffy. So um, went over there by myself with my backpack and um, yeah, just went for the general day pass and um, was very lucky enough to meet Cam Smith and a few of the Aussies and um, Cam gave me a ticket and ended up on the 12th hole and it was um, it was absolute scenes. Sat on the 12th hole with a hole in one, like front row seat. Wow. And, um, yeah, obviously I was in uh, training and stuff, so I wasn't on the beer, so had my water there and just thought, oh, screw it, threw my water out as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was, yeah, one, one of the best days of my life. I'm an absolute golf tragic, so, yeah, um, yeah it was awesome. Did it, just, did it just blow your mind, though, being there on the 12th, that hole in one, just seeing everybody there just go absolutely nutso, like it, it would have been just phenomenal to be there. Yeah, like even without the hole in one, it was unbelievable. I think because the shotgun starts, everyone starts differently. Yeah. Um, and it was just unbelievable. Like the first, I think, six groups all hit the green. Uh, everyone was up and about going, wild and the players pick their own songs for when they get up to the tee box so they've all got a bit of pump up music going so um, yeah it's great atmosphere great vibes but then when that hole in one sunk it was just (laughs) absolute scenes I was soaked in alcohol I was sitting on the front so all behind me is just um, alcohol coming over but it was a good day they did it so well Adelaide's um, on fire at the moment certainly is I'm a proud South Australian love that you you said that yeah yeah, yeah. that's why I thought I'd give you a little pump up (laughs) but no you were just on the the waters and the coffee throughout that day but what about Cam Smith what was he like he seems like an absolute lad. Yeah, he's exactly what you'd think. Like, he's so humble on TV and that, but obviously he's world star now. So um, face-to-face meeting him, it was exactly the same. He was such mm-hmm. a legend. Um, yeah, I was walking off and he's like, hey, mate, one second, do you want a ticket? Um, <laughs> like, and just, yeah, so humble and so nice. Um, all the Aussies were Mark Leishman's ripper. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was an unbelievable day and um, good experience and live golf is yeah, I think it is the future. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And day off for you today. How do you normally yeah. like to spend your days off? I'm sure at the moment you're probably busy baby-proofing the house over the next few months, but well, how do you like to spend th- it? You'd think I would be, but um, <laughs> I'm normally out on the golf course. Oh, yeah. um, Taylor's got this thing, get as much golf in now before the baby comes. But um, no, I'm with Taylor today. We're just doing a few things that we need to get done, so she let yeah. me play on Monday. So got my weekly dose of golf in. That is a good wife, isn't She's it? She's a very good wife. <laughs> She's yeah. a very good wife. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Obviously a disappointing loss on the weekend, 24 points to the Gold Coast Suns, but it was great to see you back. You've obviously served your your four-week suspension uh, for that tackle, but Mm. obviously... Result aside, did you love being back out there with the boys? Yeah, yeah, it was hard. I've, one thing I noticed, I'm a bad watcher. Uh, yeah. I think I said it the other week on the show. It's just, it's so hard watching. It's the game so easy watching. So um, I've been itching at the bit to get back and it was unbelievable to get back out there. And um, yeah, very, very disappointing result mm. from the boys. But um, yeah, we'll stick tough and we'll show up again this Saturday. Where's it been breaking down for you? You, you A statement post-match for you just said you just can't get it through the big sticks, obviously. Um but where, as a playing group, have you identified where you need to be better? Yeah, I think 
obviously scoring is a big issue for us. Like our defense is really good at the moment. We're holding up. I think we're in the top eight for points against. Yep. Um, you know, we're having front half turnovers, which is what we want to do. Um, but we're just not getting it through the big sticks. We're not giving ourselves, you know, better opportunities at goal. We're having shots from probably not great spots and boys just aren't executing. And, um, you know, if you miss a goal, it puts the pressure on the next bloke. And then if he misses it, then the next bloke feels the pressure. Um, and it's scoreboard pressure too. You know, if we, I think we're one goal nine mm. in the first quarter saying if, if we can turn that around, you know, then it puts the pressure back on the Gold Coast and all of a sudden they're on the back foot. So yeah. um, it's not our only issue. There's definitely other issues there. Like we let them have 120 uncontested marks, which is mm. on record pace I think so um, yeah. that's that's not not good enough so um, but the coaching staff are really good uh, the club's still in a good positive uh, frame of mind and we went in on Monday probably a little bit you know where are we how did we lose where did it all go wrong but the mm-hmm. coaches had a really good um, execution of plan of how we went wrong and what we need to do going forward and we walked out of that meeting with a real clear uh, mindset and yeah. hopefully fingers crossed we can turn around this Saturday against West Coast but um, I feel like we are we were on the right track yeah. we probably took two steps backwards on the weekend but fingers crossed we can get back to how we were against Melbourne. Speaking of your coaching staff Dimmer, yeah, yeah. He, he seems very calm. Yeah. Obviously off the back of four losses traditionally in the past we've, we've seen him get a little bit angry in his post-match pressure, presses and um, post-match interviews but he does seem very calm at the moment he and is, still yeah. optimistic about everything. Yeah, yeah he is he's, um, he's, he's come a long way Dimmer like he's an amazing coach now, he's um, can still have those hard hard conversations, you know, which which we probably need to be having right now because realistically we're second, third, last. But also you need to like have a good, you know, clear mindset. But people learn and play um, with a free mindset. Um, if you're just under the pressure and under the pump all the time, it's hard to get a clear clear focus and vision. And Dimmer really puts the playing group in that, mm. you know, free, clear mindset of uh, like, all right, this isn't good enough, but we need to get better. But also we're doing a lot right and we're in it together and um, we need to turn in and not turn out yeah. against each other. And um, yeah, he's, he's put the club in a really good really good position. Yesterday was a great day for the club. We're up and about, a lot of energy, yeah. a bit of bubble around the club. So he has come a long way and he's really leading the way with us. Um, trying to be positive, I guess, yeah. Well, Dim has always been one of my favourite coaches to come up, um, you know, next to from a work perspective. He hasn't always been as cool, calm and collected as we saw him on the weekend. Let's have a look or a listen at some of his best. Once again, mate, the critics, they sit there and they judge from afar and come and sit on the field and see you go. Well, there's not much I can do. I'm sitting there. We're attacking and we've got... 75,000 people in our forward 50, so it's pretty hard. There's a few players out there making comment, mainly I'm looking at David Swartz here. I played a grand final against that bloke, and within 20 minutes of the game, he was crying. You're the media journalist, so you figure it out. How does it impact the club? Next question. How does it impact the Next club? question. Come on, mate, give me a strip. Some of his very best there. Yeah, he's a very passionate man. That's why we love him. He, yeah. he bleeds for the club. Uh, he bleeds for the boys. He um he would do anything for us boys to win and um yeah that's why we love him he's so passionate he cares he wants us to win he wants us um, to get the best out of ourselves and sometimes passion gets the better of people but I love it I love it when he speaks his opinion and, and his mind and one thing I love about Dimmer is um, ever since I've been with him he always backs the player up um, like Lynch he's had a couple of yeah. things and he'll just come out and just back the player to the hill mm. um, and that's why we love him the playing group absolutely love him yeah yeah you, yeah. you love that from your, your head coach of course I've got to ask you about X Clark he will absolutely give it to me if I don't drop his name in here. He's yeah. one of my very good friends. I lived with him and Laura for a year or so when I first, you know, was finding my feet in Melbourne. How do you find him at the footy club? X is a ripper. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a ripper, as you'd know, Abs. Yeah, um, yeah just so um, so humble, pretty softly spoken, but um, very good football brain. He's our forwards coach, which 
isn't a good indicator of uh, his coaching at the moment because he's a very, very good coach <laughs> ex. But um, uh, he's, he's a ripping bloke to have around the club um, and I've been loving him, yeah. West Coast this week. Yes. Talk to yeah. us about that. You, you take them on at the MCG. You probably would have been looking forward to going over to the West to see your friends and family. But here at home in Melbourne, um, what do you need to do to get the job done against them? Uh, we just need to get back to playing the Richmond way, which is um, not worrying about West Coast too much and what we can control because um, on the weekend, we, like I said, we took two steps back. But um, I think West Coast are a bit depleted at the moment. The poor buggers, they've only got 26 to pick yeah. from or something. But that doesn't mean we need to go in the game with, um, you know, lackadaisy mindset. We need to be um, sharp focused, train well tomorrow, main mm-hmm. training tomorrow. So um, work on the things that we didn't do well. Um, and fingers crossed, yeah, we can give the Tiger Army something to cheer about. It would be remiss of me not to ask you about some of the headlines that have come out about you in recent weeks about, obviously you're out of contract at the end of this year. This year, yeah, right? yep, correct. You're a WA boy. Taylor, your beautiful wife, is a WA girl. Obviously you've got lots of friends and family back home in Western Australia. Is, is it a potential option for you to eventually head home from a footy side of things as well? Obviously, long term, you'll probably be back there with your family and whatnot, but from a yeah, football yeah. perspective? Um, hopefully not. Um, I'd love to stay at Richmond for as long as my career and be a one-club player, but um, at the end of the day, Abs, you know, it is a business. and. Yep. If Richmond do tap me on the shoulder or whatever and they go down a different path, well, yeah, I'd definitely look at that option. I'd look at any option I want to keep playing. Um, yeah. I was a late bloomer to footy, started at 22 years of age, so I feel like I've got a lot of, left, uh, a lot of time left in these legs. So, um, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, I can be a one-club player. But um, as you know, it is a business. So mm. um, if Richmond do need me to move on, then I will look elsewhere, but fingers crossed. Have you spoken happen. to any of the WA clubs? No, I seen it on the uh, media the other week. It came out. I don't know where that came from. So yeah. the old man rang me. He's like, what's going on here? No. I, I said, I don't know, Dad. I honestly don't Dad, know. Dad, don't believe everything yeah, that yeah, the media yeah. says. No, exactly right. <laughs> so, nah, I've, I've, as you know, I've been out for the last four weeks too. So yeah. it's hard to um, mount a case when you're not playing. So back playing now, hopefully I can contribute to a few wins and um, let my footy do the talking and uh, Richmond and I can come to a, an agreement. It'd be good. WA is a beautiful part of the world, though, isn't it? it? I love it. I've done the entire West Australian coast from top to bottom. Where's your favourite place to visit, please? Well, we actually bumped into each other we in uh, <laughs> Monkey Mire. I don't, people won't know where Monkey Mire is, coast. but it is the middle of nowhere. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we bumped into you there. So Monkey Mire is, is up there. Anywhere um, up that way, Exmouth, all that stuff, it's a beautiful mm. part of the world. And, um, yeah, we'll, eventually we'll get back there live after footy and start continue on with our family. But, um, yeah, it is beautiful, That's especially days that. like today in uh, Melbourne. Oh, yes. It, yeah, it gets yeah. pretty grim during yeah. winter here, doesn't it? Yeah. Monkey Maya. Love that place. Um, okay, some of the stories of the day. Big news, obviously, with Tassie. Uh, the commission has ticked off the 19th licence uh, for another AFL club. Gill's statement yesterday, I loved it. It was five words or something. See you in Tassie tomorrow. Yeah. How good's that? Unreal. Yeah, I'm all for it. Um, Ray Alt will probably have his case to be head coach or something <laughs> yeah. or CEO, um, <laughs> knowing him. But, um, yeah, I'm all for it. I think it's awesome. Um, odd number now, so maybe WA gets a third. Um, I'd love to see that too, WA come in with a third. But, yeah, it's good for footy. It's good for everyone. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Do you think that that's where they would look for the 20th? Because surely I'm going to mount a case here for the NT. NT, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do like the NT too. A lot of WA boys go up opposite seasons, yep. as you'd know. So a lot of boys go up and play um, when it's their off-season in WA, it's season time in NT. So mm. um, a lot of good football players up there, a lot of quality. Um, I'd be all for the NT as well, yeah. Yep. If you look at some of the names that have come out of the NT, 
Cyril Rioli, Dan, you play alongside yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan, yep. Uh, Nathan Buckley, who was an NT boy originally. Yep. Michael Long, too. So you look at some of the products that have come out of the NT, and if we're if we're seriously talking about a national competition, surely that's where they go next. I think so. An ex Clark, maybe chuck yeah. him up. He'd be <laughs> oh a great... my god, he's going to kill me for not even putting him amongst yeah, yeah, those yeah. greats. <laughs> um, he, he'd be a great head coach for NT. So yes. um, yeah, I'm all for that. Yep, definitely. Would you back him in to be a head coach? Yeah, eventually? definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be. If, especially if NT went there because obviously yeah. Clarkie's from there and his family and that. He'd be so good um, as a head coach, especially up at the NT. Mm. Um, so that'd be awesome to see. Yeah. Back on Tassie, it seems as though the AFL might have a, a little bit of a battle on their hands with Warner Brothers around the Tasmanian <laughs> Devil. <Yeah>. Surely, <laughs> surely the Tasmanian Devil deserves to, to be attached to Tasmania, surely, not Warner yeah, Brothers. Yeah. Like how I don't know where it started for Warner Brothers. Surely it didn't start in Little Tassie. No. No. The so Tasmanian um, devil, hey? yeah, surely they come they do the right thing and, and give it to Tassie. And you mentioned Jack Rewalt. Yeah. We've got Richo as well, another Richmond great, but both Tassie boys, can you see them being involved in some way, shape or form? You said that Jack will somehow work his way in there. Yeah. But what do you reckon from their perspectives? Jack wouldn't be able to help himself. He would have to have his finger in there doing something. Um, yeah. Is he pumped about it? Like, does he speak oh, to the God, boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a few Tassie boys. We've got too many, I reckon. Um, we, we've got, <laughs> you don't want to lose them. No, just... <laughs> we don't, don't want to lose them, but they're, they're, um, they're their own little cult. They think WA boys are bad, but Tassie boys are bad. They're way worse. So I think we've got five at the moment. So, yeah, um, yeah Rio would definitely try and yeah, get his way into there. And Richo, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, it's exciting. It's very exciting. I think 2027, 20, they reckon. So... Mm. Don't know if I'll be still running around then abs, but maybe sure it might be. be my last or second last year. <laughs> no, no, you're a spring chicken. Good start by you, Brody. Stick around as you are listening to the Footy Talk podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review or rating. We've got new episodes every single day at lunchtime. Stay with us. Ethan Meldrum on the other side. Listening to Footy Talk, Nathan Broads in the studio with us today, and Ethan Meldrum has just jumped in. Eth, always lovely to see you on a Wednesday. Good to see you, Abs. Good to see you, Nath. Eth, how are you, mate? Good. Um, few stats to throw out from yes, the weekend. Love stats. Um, I have to start with Richmond. I won't keep it bad. No, no, no. I'm I won't, all, that's I won't all right. keep it bad. And like as with stats, they're not always that bad. Uh, you mentioned Richmond's ball movement over the last sort of three weeks. Um, I want to look at Richmond's ball movement without Tom Lynch in yep. the side. Obviously, he got injured at the end of round four. So Richmond out of defensive 50. They're second in the league for finding an uncontested possession. Fourth in the league for finding uh, an inside 50 from their defensive 50 and 14th for going from D50 to goal. Without Tom Lynch, obviously, like Samson Ryan's had to step up. Ben Miller's been thrown around. You know, how has the adjustment sort of been without Tom Lynch on the side? Obviously, such a focal point for so long. You know, he's been a phenomenal player. I remember him kicking eight goals against Hawthorne last year. He was there for that game, and he just looked unstoppable mm. at his peak. How has that adjustment sort of been without him in the side? Uh, tough, yeah, especially Toby Dan Curvis is another one. He's just a mm. big, big bloke, big presence. So, um, you know, you've, you've got that ability to kick it long down the line. Um, and at the moment, we, we've we got Raywald, who's not, not the tallest bloke, and then young Samson Ryan. So we're probably trying to do too much and be too cute because, um, like you said, we're really good at getting it out of our D50 and we're on the best in the league at that. And then as we get to our forward line, um, we're not so good there. So we're probably trying to do too much and not just backing in, 
you know, the blokes down the line to get mm. it done for us. So um, young Samson Ryan's coming on leaps and bounds. I was going to say, he's, only, he's showing a bit, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he he's, is. he's still only a youngster, a young lad coming through, but he's got to fill out a little bit and, and he'll certainly do that the more he's in the system, but he, he's showing a fair bit for the time. And like, no no um, excuses for the lad, but his first four or five games were in the piss and rain yeah. and he's 206 <laughs> centimetres. Not ideal for the giraffe. big fellas. <laughs> like it's, he's probably been thrown in the deep end a bit there. So he's, I think was, on the weekend was his first game under the roof. So yeah. um, the more we can just get him playing, um, get confidence, um, he'll, he'll come a long way. And young Ben Miller mm-hmm. um, is, is good as well. So Ivan Soldo is back on the weekend. Um, those minutes would have helped. So we are putting on the right track. But, yeah, I think we just need to back the blokes we've got. Um, Lynch is obviously one of the best in the comp, but we need to back what we have at the moment. So You don't just have a like for like for Tom Lynch. No, exactly no. right. They're just one of a generation. Absolutely. Like he's, he's awesome. So, uh, And we have to come to the realisation we don't have him for probably the next eight weeks or whatever it is. So we've got to deal with what we've got and what we've got is good enough. Samson Ryan's awesome. Ben Miller's awesome. Rewalt's down there. So um, just keep getting it in there and um, hopefully it'll turn. Yeah. yeah that goal, um, Samson Ryan kicked out of the stoppage and what, the first quarter was it? Well, that was extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got so much ability and um, yeah, as just like you know abs, your first game, you're yeah. nervous and you you know, and then by the time you've played 20 or 30, you start getting a bit of bit of um, confidence and you start playing the right footy. So Absolutely. we just got to get games into him and um, which is what we're doing and um, he'll be a good future prospect for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, second one I want to focus on is our boy, Abs, Toby oh, Green. Oh, we love Toby Green. And how much he's stepped up, particularly in the last three weeks. So he's yeah. gone 24 disposals, three goals, 22 touches, two goals, 22 touches, four goals mm-hmm. against Sydney. Obviously won the Brett Kirk medal, best on grounds. Uh, he's remarkable over the last three weeks. He's now the fifth rated player in the competition over that period of time, yeah. third in the league for score involvements, doing things that, you know, a lot of players sort of haven't done before. Abs Jay said this morning in the Herald Sun that he's a legit chance of winning the Brownlow. I think he's at extraordinary odds, but he would have pulled three votes yeah. certainly last round. You have a couple of three-vote games as, as well in there. What do you think of his chances? Oh, they're there. Absolutely they're there. But... um. He's just an incredible player. He has the ability to change a game. Um, he has the ability to be the game winner and he loves those pressure cooker environment mm. situations, doesn't he? Where, yeah, God, yeah. where his team needs him to step up. He will absolutely do that as the leader of the footy club and that's what you could ask of Toby Green and he delivers for you. But Brody, playing against him. What do you what do you need to be cautious of? Because oh, he's just everything. A, yeah. <laughs> everything. I've uh, I've played on Toby a lot, and yeah. I really disliked him. And then I met him off field a fair bit now, and he's a ripping bloke, one of the best. But he's just got that white line edge, oh. and he's like well done to Giants for putting him as captain because yeah. he's a perfect captain. He's got the ability to go up in the midfield, you know, get a few touches, get around the ball, come back down to forward line, and and kick a bag. Um, he's the full package. He's airily. He's at ground level. He can go into the mid. Um, like he's, he's a nightmare to play on. You know, some players, they might be good at mark, but they're not so good, good at ground level or they're quick ground level, but they're, you know, not a great mark. So you can get them one way yeah. where, where Toby Green, he's the full package. So, um, yeah, I'm loving watching what he's doing at the moment. We haven't played him yet, so I'm a bit nervous for that, but no, he's going really well. <laughs> you love it when players can just flick a switch, don't you? Obviously off-field, nicest guy ever. Um, yep. On-field, just an absolute animal. And I'm the same. Like people used to say, Abs, you're so nice, but as soon as you cross that line, I am... I'm a bloody psychopath. Yeah. Like you just go to a different level. You become a different person, don't you? And, yeah. and Toby's a perfect example of that. Well, those players are perfect. Like you love them in your team. Like you absolutely hate playing against them, but you mm. love them. And um, yeah, he, he's an absolute match winner, Toby, and perfect captain, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of opponents, Nath, uh, obviously we've got West Coast coming up on the weekend. Um, I know they're basically a waffle side at the moment with how sort of injured they are, but their forward line sort of efficiency has stepped up at least this year, and I know that's like a part of the game that you'll have to be focusing on. Mm. So scores for inside 50. They've gone from 17th last year to 6th this year. Looking like Oscar Allen, he's kicked 18 goals in seven games. West Coast kick a goal 58% of the time. They target him inside 50. That's number one of the top 25 targets in the comp. You expand that to top 50. 50 targets in the comp. Jake Waterman, I think a man you spent a bit of time on uh, over the last yep. couple of years, they score 68% of the time they target him inside 50. What are you uh, – to be fair, I think you've got a pretty good record against Jake Waterman. I was looking at the matchups from last year, kept into like five disposals across 90 minutes combined. So you have had his measure previously, yep. but what are you what are you sort of identifying coming up against the Eagles this weekend? Well, that, they're really strong in that bookend, like you said, and they, they have been – all along with JK, obviously he's retired now, but that, that bookend, they're really, really strong and they're still strong. Oscar Allen's back and having a great year. And then you got Liam Ryan, similar to Toby, good mm-hmm. at ground level, really good in the air. Um, and then Waterman's having a good year. Um, so, yeah, if, if they can get it in there, and like you said, their scoring um, is at a great level. So um, we need to be on our toes this week for sure. Yep. You seem like you're pretty across all your sort of numbers near analytics, to be fair. I, I do like to watch a lot of footy. Yeah, I find it, um, I don't know, just gives me confidence and eases me going into a game. Some blokes hate it. Mm. Um, I don't watch a lot of vision on individual players, but I'll watch a lot of actual football um, on TV and that. And I think it gives you a good gauge of, you know, what a team does or what a forward line does. Um, so, yeah, it gives me confidence going into the game. How much do you research your opponent, your direct opponent, if you know that you're coming up against somebody who's really influential in a game, how much time, effort and energy do you put into watching them the week before or a few weeks before? Uh, No, none. Yeah, none. I feel like watching the actual game, because I do watch a lot of footy, I can see, um, so I've got a general feel um, of who I'm going to be playing on and that, so you can kind of see it then, but yeah, I don't like to delve too much into into it because then I overthink it and maybe go outside my own game. Um, but yeah, no, there'll be a few this week. Um, they've still got some good players down there, Ryan, Waterman, Darling. So, mm. um, one of those I think I'll get. Ethan, do you reckon mm. the Tigers can bounce back strongly this weekend? Yeah, I think you'll be fine. Surely. <laughs> hopefully, a little bit of water on the G of suitors. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah hopefully, the, fingers crossed. The one stat I didn't bring up was our West Coast definitely have the worst back line of the comp. So, I think putting oh, points on the board shouldn't whack. be an issue this week. Well, you'd hope so. We're, sometimes we're our own worst enemy. We might get them <laughs> and then we bloody kick it out in the full or kick it. Kick a behind, so mm. the boys are working on the training. Let's hope that you can find the big sticks yes. this weekend. Hey, we've got a very quick question for you. Uh, Jack from Instagram has sent through this one. Is there a team that you just genuinely can't stand and you just, you know, almost hate and you want to beat every single time you come out there, regardless if you've got mates on that team or what, you just can't stand them? Brody, you were a Bombers fan growing up. Yes, yep. Obviously a WA boy originally. You now play for Richmond, so I'm very interested to hear this. Oh, Jake's thrown out the hate word. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got fired it's up. It's a very I, strong word. It is a very strong word. No, I don't, I don't hate any teams. There's obviously teams you dislike. Like um, It's just hard. Like going over to Adelaide um, against Port or someone, it's it's a cauldron over there and um, it'd be unbelievable to play for them. But you, you don't like going over there. No. It's tough going. So oh, they never um, tear us apart. Like yeah, the, yeah, it gets yeah. them up and about. So and then obviously you build little rivalries along the way. Obviously Geelong, we've had some big games against Geelong. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else there is, but definitely going over to Adelaide. Port Adelaide's probably the one where you really try and get yourself up for. You grew up in a two-team town as well. I did. Yeah, I'm a die-hard Crow supporter. I was going to say in the showdown as well, like Port Adelaide. The entire week. In, in high school was revolved around the showdown, for example. Yeah. You hated each other. 
Yeah. Where you grew up in Perth, West Coast Frio, that relationship as well. So that for me, you, whilst you don't use the hate word often, they hate each other, don't they? They do. We, we, we knocked off Adelaide round two in Adelaide yeah. this year and we were coming back to the airport and Port Adelaide had landed. And as they walked past, all they said was, thanks, boys. Oh. Like they were just wrapped. We knocked them <laughs> yeah. off. Oh, so, yeah. So obviously, yeah, from WA as well. Yeah. So they're very similar over there. They yeah. just in, into each other all the time. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Heath, as a supporter of, of football? Is there a team that you can't stand? Well, I'm a I'm a Melbourne fan. Yeah, half my family's Melbourne, half my family's Collingwood. So that Queen's or King's birthday game now is is always the one where you know half the half my sort of family is you know going home happy in Yellow House, sucking the way home. So <laughs> it's always that game. Essendon as well. Sorry to say, yeah, but yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm past that. That ship sailed now for me. <laughs> Tigers through and through. But Essendon fans definitely have an edge to them that I, that I that I love seeing them get knocked off as well. Yeah. So they're probably the two. Oh, Richmond, I can cop. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Adelaide, I can cop, but yeah. probably Collingwood and Essendon. <laughs> Hey, Brody, we won't take up too much more of your time. You've got a very busy day today. The Warnable races are taking. Yeah place and yep. I believe you've got a runner? Yeah, yeah. It's not in, in the Warnable Cups tomorrow, so we're not in that one, unfortunately, but it's the Warnable Races. Um, so race 10, number 10, Pontadira. So, um, How are we yeah, looking? The Richmond Syndicate's in on that one. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a heavy 10 today and it loves a heavy, so um, good each way bet today. Oh, yep. Yeah. Race go. 10, number 10, Pontadira. Race 10, number 10. We'll yep. be sure to check that one out. Hey, Thank you for joining us and good luck this weekend. Hopefully your boys can bounce back strongly. Fingers crossed. Thanks, Abs. Thanks, Heath. You have a question for us. Get on the Instagram at footytalk underscore pod or you can even hit us up at TikTok at footytalkpodcast. Tomorrow, Daisy and Heath Shaw in the studio. You've been listening to Footy Talk. See you tomorrow. Listener.